بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد لله in every time and for every grace that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have given us continuing to discuss the case of kitab al-tawheed the book of monotheism continuing to talk about that case which is every messenger that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have sent he carried this message to his people if you read in the noble book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-Quran you will find that every messenger is telling his people ya qawmi ibudullaha ma lakum min ilahin ghayru this ayah is said by almost every messenger that was mentioned in the holy book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling his people to worship Allah only and not to worship anybody else anyone else Tawheed, monotheism is the case that every messenger has carried to his people has conveyed to his people although the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they have different legislations different sharia different laws for the, the life the halal haram things they have different cases yes but they are they having the same creed tawheed same knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have descended to Nuh until Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every messenger is receiving the same information the same knowledge the same requirements every one of them is required to tell his people to tell his nation to worship Allah only but the case of halal and haram things differs in these cases but the case of Tawheed the case of monotheism is the same no difference tonight we're discussing the sixth chapter of this book and as we said before and we repeated so many times that this book is really a book that every Muslim really should think of it, try to study it and understand it and get the benefit of it because it's talking only about what Allah has said, what Muhammad has said. No extra points or extra explanation of Shaykh who have authored this book. You can see as tonight in chapter 6 we have four ayahs and one hadith. That's all. Only four ayahs and one hadith. What are these four ayahs? What is this one hadith? It's a big and great deal. Great deal of monotheism. In this chapter, after Shaykh who authored this book, Rahimallah Muhammad al-Tamimi, he mentioned the importance and surpluses of Tawheed. Now he is explaining what is Tawheed. Like if you are hearing about something and somebody telling you that such and such thing is beneficial in such and such case and such and such case and he starts to give you the good things about this thing he's trying to sell you then you will ask the question what is it? I know that it's fantastic and it's very important and it's good and so on but what is it? then Sheikh now is telling us what is Tawheed he's explaining to us what is Tawheed the first ayah he's mentioning 
is talking about those messengers and prophets who have been worshipped instead of Allah. Telling us, as he said subhanahu wa ta'ala, أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ يَبْتَغُونَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمِ الْوَسِيلَةَ أَيَّهُمْ أَقْرَبُ He's mentioning those people who are worshipping these messengers or prophets. That you people who are worshipping them, like the Christians are worshipping Jesus, Jesus Isa, Jew are worshipping Uzair, and so on. He's telling them that you people are worshipping these, while these people, or the messengers, are really running to, to gain the satisfaction of Allah. They are calling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so why you are calling them? They need, they don't, they don't give. Why are you asking someone who really needs Allah? Why didn't you ask Allah Himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala? Those people are running and trying their best to get closer to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. يَبْتَغُونَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمِ الْوَسِيلَةِ This ayah can pass it in two parts. أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ And those who are being called instead of Allah, an example like Isa, Maryam السلام, or Uzair uh, and so on, those people, they are running, trying to seek, they are seeking the satisfaction of Allah, they are seeking with dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so why are you calling them? They need, like you need. Yes, they are higher than us, these messengers and prophets are higher ranks than us, truly, that's for sure, because Allah chose them among their all the nations of these human beings to be messengers of Him. But still they are slaves and messengers. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith of Bukhari, he told us clearly, which means, do not overpraise me. I am only a slave. So call me slave and messenger of Allah. Two descriptions for every messenger of Allah, especially Muhammad sallallahu which is the best of them. Who is the best of them sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Two descriptions for every messenger that they are slaves. Human beings. They die, they get sick, they need food, they need to go to bathroom, so on. Only like us? No, there is something else which is not like us. That they are messengers of Allah, Allah has chosen them, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Called Istifa, that's why we call Muhammad Al-Mustafa, because he's been chosen by Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to be a messenger. Because he's the best of us, he's the best of Arab, he's the best of the whole nation, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Same thing for the other messengers, Nuh and Ibrahim and Musa and Isa and Dawood and Suleiman and so on. These are have been chosen among their people to be messengers of Allah. Allah knew that these are the best among the people, so He chosen them subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them the message to convey it to the people. Clearly to tell us that they don't have anything, they have nothing. They can do to us these things which is only done by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Forgiveness, rizq, Children, pureness, so on, they, can, they, don't, they don't have it. They cannot give it. And the one who doesn't have cannot give. If you don't have 1,000 riyal, can you give 1,000 riyal? That's it. So these messengers, these prophets, they don't have forgiveness. They don't have rizq. They don't have children. They don't have to give children. They don't have pureness. It's all by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why to ask it? Why not to ask the one who holds these things, 
the one who owns him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to be in the middle. Ahl sunnah wal jama'ah are in the middle between these wrong misunderstandings. Some people exaggerate on these messengers. So they reach them to, to get them to the point that they are God or half God or sons of God. Like what happened to Christians and so on. And the other, the other group is really insulting them, like Khawarij. When the head of Khawarij came to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Muhammad, i'dil. Be just. You did not make just. So he accused Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be unfair when he is dividing the, the, the money among his sahaba. A'udhu billah. So Khawarij on one side and the exaggerated people is on the other side. Both of them are wrong. Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah in the middle. They respect and love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the other messengers, but they don't give them what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only has. They don't ask them the only things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. They don't give, raise them to the level of, of Godhood. No, they are in the middle. They believe in them, they respect them, they make salat on them, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever they hear their names, but they don't worship them. They don't ask them things that Allah only has. Allah only has. Allah only can give. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling these people who are exaggerating on their prophets or messengers and worship them instead of Allah or ask them instead of Allah, He is telling them that those people you are running after, they themselves run to Allah. Why you run after them? So this is explaining Tawheed in the case that Tawheed means to believe in three things. Three oneness. The oneness of Allah and his lordship, Rububiyya. The oneness of Allah in his worship, Uluhiyya. The oneness of Allah in his great names and qualities. The oneness of Allah and his lordship, the first one means to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one in all his deeds subhanahu wa ta'ala. To believe in the oneness of Allah and his deeds like creation, like rizq, so on. The second one, to believe in the oneness of Allah and His worship, that He is the only one deserved to be worshipped. So we believe in the oneness of Allah in our deeds, like Salah, Som, Hajj, Zakat, Dua, so on. And the last one is to believe in the oneness of Allah and His names and qualities. No one is like, like Allah and His names and qualities. So we confirm them as Allah told us in His holy book. As Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us in his hadith, without twisting or changing or deleting, no, we take them as they are. Since they are mentioned in the Quran and the Sunnah, khalas. Allah is telling us that he is Samir. Somebody say, no, no, he is not Samir. Allah is telling us in his holy book that he is Basir. He is telling us that he has a faith. He is telling us that he has a hand, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Somebody say, no, 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 we cannot say this. But Allah is saying this. Read the book. Read the Quran. يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَهِ إيش معنى وجهه in Arabic? What does it mean? Faith. But when we remember that لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ We know that his faith is not like any of the other faith. That's it. Do not compare, do not liken, do not try to, to do, يعني, imagine how is the faith of Allah. No, this is not correct. But the correct thing is to confirm that he has a faith. Confirm that he has hands. Confirm that he has eyes. Because he mentioned it in his holy book. Do, do not try to twist it, to change it. No. 
Adi Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم في الحديث من ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما تريد بذلك وجه الله face of Allah clear no try to twist it because oh this means this or means that we have to change why change it so back to the case that to explain Tawheed we have to remember that a Muslim a true monotheist is supposed to believe in the oneness of Allah and his lordship or the oneness of Allah and his worship or the oneness of Allah and his names and qualities in these three cases if someone asks, okay, did you find this by, by I as seeing these three, three topics or three sects of Tawheed? Did you find hadith telling us these three types of Tawheed? No. But if you read Quran and Sunnah, ulama, the scholars of Islam, when they studied Quran and Sunnah, they found out that Tawheed, which is mentioned in Quran and Sunnah, should be three cases. Take this ayah in Surah Al-Baqarah as an example. Allah is telling us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya here. Tawheed in the side of worship. Fa'budu. Worship your Lord. Alladhi khalaqakum. This is Rububiyya or Lordship now here. Because he's the one created you. Ah, so he's putting two, two in the same one. Two. Tawheed. Two types of Tawheed in one ayah. And of course if you find for names and qualities you'll find a lot in the Quran. Because lots of ayahs in the Quran is telling us. وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ as Imam uh, yani, uh, recited in, in Salah, Salah Al-Isha tonight, he recited the last few ayahs of Surah Al-Hash. Wallahu alladhi la ilaha illa huwa al-malik al-quddus al-salam al-mu'min al-muhaymin al-aziz al-jabbar al-mutakabbir. How many names in one ayah? You'll find names and names. Are they only 99? No, no, don't fall into misunderstanding. Yes, there is the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said that Allah has 99 names. The meaning of the hadith. But that doesn't mean that he has only 99. No. Because when we, if we really count how many names mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah, we find them a lot. Even by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself in the correct hadith, he told us that there are names that even not known to us. أَسْأَلُكَ بِكُلِّ اسْمٍ هُوَ لَكَ سَمَّيْتَ بِهِ نَفْسَكَ أَوْ أَنْزَلْتَهُ فِي كِتَابِكَ أو علمته واحد من خلقك أو استأثرت به في علم الغيب عندك. Some names are in علم الغيب يعني غيب that nobody knows about it. No one except Allah سبحانه وتعالى. طيب وربما هذا الحديث 99 names. That حديث تلنك أن there are 99 names that you count them and really follow them and يعني practice your life with them. These are special names. Then you will get to Jannah. Because for sure a person who knows these names and act upon them, he will be in Jannah. Al-Sami' Al-Basir Al-Basir is an example if you see. If someone believes that Allah is truly Basir, and we are supposed to do this of course, then he brings this only just, not only to believe inside uh, just a theory, but also to bring it into practical life, knowing that Allah is seeing him in every case, then he will not do bad things. He will not disobey him subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows that he's seeing him. I gave you a joke, although it's a joke, but it is really, it means something. A story mentioned about a teacher in the elementary school. A kid of say nine years or ten years old, in the class, he was a brilliant and smart kid. So the teacher told the whole kids in the class, I want each one of you tomorrow to bring a chicken 
he should buy a live chicken and kill it at home where in a place nobody sees him, then he brings it to me tomorrow. So all the kids of the class brought killed chicken, except one, this brilliant one. So the teacher said, why? Why, didn't you, why do you bring this alive? I told you to bring it killed. He said, you told me, you told me to kill it in a place where nobody sees me. I cannot find this place. He said, how come? You don't have a dark room at home? Or, he said, yes, there is, but Allah sees me everywhere. Allah sees me everywhere, so I cannot kill it. He said, yes, you are. You are the one. Come here. And that's really a brilliant guy. We have, we believe. We believe in Quran and Sunnah. We believe in every name of Allah. We believe in every quality of Allah. True, but this believing does not come to practical sometimes. We need to practice. We need to act upon these names. You believe, we believe that Allah is Sami'ah, He hears everything, right? Anybody have any objection on that? Nobody. No Muslim will object that. Right? When we believe in that, do we really practice in life? Do we know when we are going to talk, we start, before we say something, we start to say, wait, wait, my son, wait, wait. Let me see what I'm going to say. This is going to be making Allah angry to me and I'll stop it. No, he's sitting, we sit on these places with our colleagues and stuff, yalla. This guy, harban. This guy, bad guy. This, yalla, stop. Make zebra on everybody. And we know this is major sin, kabira. Still we're doing it. That means we did, do we really believe and put in practice or it's just a saying? That's really quick point about the Tawheed. The second ayah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about Ibrahim. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ إِنِّي إِنَّنِي بَرَاءٌ مِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي In this ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about Ibrahim alayhi salam that he told his people I'm free of bara'ah the opposite of wala' in Arabic. We're free of to hustle or hostile to hate someone because I don't like him because he is my enemy, because he is not giving me, or he is giving me hard time? No. I will hate only for the sake of Allah. Ibrahim salam hated his father for the sake of Allah. Hated his people for the sake of Allah. Nuh salam hated his son for the sake of Allah. Muhammad salam hated his uncle for the sake of Allah. Even his Closest uncle Abu Talib who have protected him, he وسلم, hated him for the sake of Allah. So love and hate is not up to us. Not because this guy we like him, he's making fun with us and he's making us laugh and he's, or he's giving us money or he's uh, giving us positions in the work or maybe allowance on our salaries and so on, we like him. No. We only like those people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes. So we love Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because Allah loves him. We love Sahaba Abu Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman Why? Because Allah loves them. And we love every mu'min in this dunya now. Just because. <coughs> Excuse me. Just because he is a mu'min. Whether he is from the west or the east, the north or the south or anywhere in this world. We love him only for the sake of Allah. Because he is a good mu'min. 
and we will hate every person who is the enemy of Allah, if he is our closest relative. Read the last ayah of Surah Al-Mujadilah. لا تجد قوم يؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله ولو كانوا آباءهم أو أبناءهم أو إخوانهم أو عشرة. Even if they are the closest, آباء, fathers, أبناء, children, إخوان, brothers, عشيرة, their group or their family or their tribe, they will not like them or love them if they are the enemies of Allah. يُحَادُّونَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ means they are the enemies of Allah. They are making things that Allah does not like. So love and hate should be only for Allah. That's part of wala and bara. That's part of tawheed as we will see. So Ibrahim alayhi salam to put tawheed in practice not only to believe in heart but to put it in practice to act upon Tawheed, Ibrahim السلام, told his people, told his father, I hate you. I'm free of you. Innani bara ta'budun. All messages are the same thing. In fact, some of them were so severe with their people, like Hud السلام, And he was alone, facing all of his people in one place. Was he alone? No, Allah was with him. And who is, whoever Allah is with him, why does he care? قال إني أشهد الله وأشهد أني بريء مما تشركون من دونه فكيدوني جميعا ثم لا تنظرون. All of you, all of you, I, I, you cannot do anything to me. Why? إني توكلت على الله ربي وربكم. Ah, here is the point. Tawakkul, dependence, reliance on Allah wa ta'ala made this man so strong to face all of his people in one place. Not only facing them, but he said, do it now. Hurt me now, you cannot. Because I depend, I rely on Allah wa ta'ala. That's the true mu'min. So in this case now, a mu'min should really be clear on the case of Tawheed. Not the case of believing in the heart and the soul. It's easy to have theories, but to act upon it, to practice it in life, that's not so easy. Remember Surah Al-Asr? What did Allah give us for conditions for the people who are not going to be losers? Only four conditions. To know, that's also to believe, because knowledge will lead to belief. To practice, to call upon, to face and suffer and be patient for that. إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر. Four conditions. So just yours in the heart will not do anything. The Jew, the rabbis of Jew are one of the best people who know why Jew. Iblis. Iblis is the best of knowledge about Allah تبارك وتعالى. But he is the worst enemy. Do you think Iblis does not know Allah? Do you think Iblis does, does not know what Allah wants him to do? Do you think Iblis that he is an ignorant person? No! Iblis have worshipped Allah years and years. Allah upgraded him from jinn to the sky with the angels to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So his knowledge was not simple. His knowledge was a lot. 
Subhanallah al-Azeeb, when Allah knows that someone is not really, does not deserve to be in the right track, he licked him. So please, his arrogance came. His overestimating of himself came to reject the order of Allah for bowing to our father Adam. And he said this in his, in his words, as Allah told us in his, in his holy book. He said, why should I bow for a person who is made of clay while I'm made of fire? Fire is higher than clay, in his mind, of course. So, it's not the case of knowledge only. It's the case also for practice and calling for. Then face the troubles and be patient for it. And that this person who practiced that was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa as soon as the order comes from Allah to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he directly do it. As soon as he did that, he called people for it. As soon as he did that, he received a lot of troubles among his own beloved people. Quraysh, the people who are closest, they are in Mecca. His relatives, they start to call him bad names and hurt him. Then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was patient and he was telling his sahaba to be patient. A Muslim really must study the, the, the life story, the seerah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? To see how this knowledge of Islam was practiced in life, the best way of practice. The best practice ever you can find is the practice of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We read Quran that Allah is telling us to do this, then do that. Well, Allah is not telling us that this is going to happen, this is not going to happen. These are now knowledge. And we believe in it. We have no objection. When we want to practice it, we have a problem in here. So, who is the best person to practice this? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا اللَّهُ وَالْيَوْمُ الْآخِرِ Rasool Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the best person who practiced the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we want to see how he did practice that deen. See Ibrahim alayhi wa sallam, because he is the father of the Anbiya. Abu al-Anbiya. Ibrahim alayhi salam is the father of Ismail. Ismail is the father of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam in the long run. So part of the Arabs are the sons of Ismail alayhi salam. Not all of them of course. There's two, two parts of Arabs. The Arabs of uh, Adnanis. These are the sons of Ismail alayhi salam. The Arabs of Tahtani. This is another side. But the Ismailite side, Ismail, Sons of Ismail are the part of them become Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The other side of sons of, of Ibrahim alayhi salam is the Isaac side. Because Ibrahim alayhi salam had two sons. Two sons. Ismail then Ishaq. Ishaq is the father of Bani Israel. So we have to look to this. Ibrahim alayhi salam was the father of the messengers and prophets. How did he deal with his people? Did he love the people who, love, who are close relatives and hate the others? Did he love the people of his country and hate the others? How did he do that? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the other ayat, he is telling us, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and us also Muslims, he is telling us to follow the way of Ibrahim. Telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ibrahim alayhi salam. And the other ayah, وَمَنْ يَرْغَبُ عَمْ مِلَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِلَّا مَنْ سَفِهَ نَفْسَهِ سَفِهَ نَفْسَهِ means the person who is not okay in mind. 
whoever leaves this, the way of Ibrahim السلام, what is the way of Ibrahim? clear case was mentioned in Surah Al-Mumtahina that when he dealt with his people in here this is in the other Surah which is Al-Zukhruf but in Surah Al-Mumtahina he cleared it to tell his people that he hates them and he disbelieves uh, in them he disbelieves in what they are worshipping also except Allah this is the ayah Whatever you are worshipping, I am free of. Ah, he made an exception in here. Why? Because some of them are worshipping Allah also. So he cannot say that I am free of whatever you are worshipping. So that would include Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he said, Except the one who created me. Tawheed, as we said. It's not only to believe in heart, but also to convey, or to, to, to practice in life, to act upon, then to convey as we will see, inshallah, later on. <coughs> the third ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about the Jew and Christians. اتخذوا أحبارهم ورهبانهم أربابا من دون الله. How is that? Allah is telling us that the Christian and Jew, they took their scholars, rabbis, monks, so on, gods, instead of Allah. Here's the problem, you know. We read the history, we know that the Christian and Jew do not worship their, their scholars. They are not making salah for their scholars. So what's the case in here? Listen to the story which happened to Muhammad sallallahu with Adi ibn Hatim radiallahu anhu, one of the Sahaba who accepted Islam lately. He was just new in Islam and he came to Muhammad sallallahu and once in the masjid and he heard Muhammad sallallahu reciting this ayah. Because he was a Christian, a very understandable Christian, because he was one of the scholars of Christians, he was amazed. I said, Ya Rasulullah, we did not worship them. Thinking that worshipping in here is to bow, or to call them instead of Allah, or to take barakah from them, and so on. No. Muhammad Sallallahu answered him clearly. And he asked him, sometimes the answer, the mere answer is not enough. So sometimes you make the answer, the answer with a question. So Muhammad Sallallahu asked Ali ibn Hatim, he said, didn't they make halal thing haram for you and you accepted it? He said, yes. He said, didn't they make haram things halal for you when you accepted? He said, yes. He said, this is the worshipping. Ah, here is a big problem in here. Some Muslims think that worshipping someone else other than Allah SWT is to make salah for him. Or to make fasting for him. No, no, Habib. This is not, this is part of it. <laughs> to worship someone means to obey his laws if, even if it's against Sharia. Ah, here's the problem. Parliament. Those people who are making another Sharia other than Sharia Muhammad Just an example of this Parliament is 100 members, and they said they sit down to discuss whether they will allow alcohol in this country or this country or other country or not. Then 55 of them agreed to make alcohol halal. 45 did not agree, so. Majority is with agreeing, so yalla, make halal, make alcohol halal. Again, they make another sitting and they discuss 
the case of zina, adultery, is it going to be allowed in the country or not? 60% they would say, we want zina to be halal, so yallah, make it halal. These people are trying to take the role of Allah ta'ala. In al-hukmu illa lillah. وَلَا يُشْرِكُ فِي حُكْمِهِ أَحَدًا Hukum means rules is only for Allah. No one to make halal haram except Allah wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam make halal haram only because of the wahd of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. So the whole case is Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. In al-hukmu illa lillah. No one to make halal haram. Those people who are trying to make rules contradicting sharia. Shari'at of Allah, Shari'at of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are trying to be another God to be worshipped instead of Allah. And those who are obeying them are really worshipping them. As in this ayah. اتقدوا أحبارهم ورهبانهم أربابا من دون الله. Very dangerous case. Very dangerous case. It's not only for the government. But also for the company. If a company, if a general manager of a company wants to make a rule against Sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we will not accept it. Everyone in this company should not accept. Just an example, we are all guess that if, just imagine you are working in a company and the general manager of the company or the owner of the company made a rule that you have to work from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock in the evening, non-stop, even for salah. Ah, wait. We cannot accept this rule because this is contradicting Sharia. Sharia is telling us that Allah told us in His holy book, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا مَوْقُوتًا Salah is in certain times that we cannot change. No one will say, okay, I'll make a dhuhr with an asr after 4 o'clock. No. Except for certain cases that Muhammad Sallallahu told us about. Traveling, sickness, so on. This is not the case to discuss. But none of these exceptions is to that the general manager company will order. So this is rejected. And it's not accepted. But if he says, okay, you have to work from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock and then stop except for salah, he's not contradicting sharia, no problem. Like somebody asked him, what about these traffic lights? Why do we have to obey them? Are they part of the sharia? Yes, they are part of sharia. But they are not mentioned in Quran Sunnah? Not mentioned in Quran Sunnah. But this is things that the يعني, leader of the, company, the, the, the country or the deen or however you call him, the ruler of the country is seeing that we need to have some kind of organizing the way of traffic movement. So they put these rules which is not contradicted in the Sharia. Whenever time any rule comes that contradicts Sharia, we will not accept it. This is against Sharia. But if it's not contradicting Sharia, no problem. The third ayah, and we'll stop with it, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَا يَتَّخْلُ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ Oh, the case of love. The case of love. This is part of Tawheed. Those who love the someone, whoever, the other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like the love of Allah, he is a polytheist. He is not a monotheist. We have to be careful. The case of love is not so easy. Although love now, it's really destroyed word. It's used in bad ways. Love means that a man loves a woman, a woman loves her. That's the word that people... Whenever you, you mention the word love, directly people, they misunderstand it. 
It means directly because of, the, of the, these films and these uh, cinemas and so on, Hollywood and Bollywood and so on, these things. They have already taught us that love means a man loves a woman or a woman loves a man. A man. That's, no, ya habibi, this is not true. The true word, meaning of the, the word is higher and cleaner than that. So we have to put love in four sects, four types, four levels. To love Allah, fantastic worshipping, and the highest one of them. To love for Allah's sake, for the sake of Allah, this is another worshipping. To love with Allah, this is the politism, which is mentioned in here, in this ayah. Natural love. And that is the case nobody can control. Nuh alayhi salam used to hate his son and also to, used to love him at the same time. Can this happen? Yes. He hates him for the sake of Allah and he loves him in actual love. How can we prove that? Easy. You know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed us to marry Christians and Jew clean ladies. Muhsanat. Maybe you can find one nowadays. However. Now allowing this means that we know that a man will love his wife. That's natural. So if a man marries a Christian or a Jew lady, that means he's not allowed to love her? Of course he's allowed. But allowed to love her, natural love. Not for the sake of Allah, and not with Allah. When we understand it this way, with these four sects of love, this will be clear to us how to deal with the ayat and hadith that Muhammad Hassan mentioned in the case of love. Allah has mentioned here the love that some people they will love their associates with Allah Taala the same love of Allah. Now this love is politism. How can a person gauge the natural love? And it's not going to extend to the point that it will be a polytheism. Very simple. When it comes that this love, natural love, is contradicting with the love of Allah and the love of Allah's sake, then it is a problem. But if it's not contradicting, an example, the Jew lady or Christian lady, a Muslim married a Jew or Christian clean lady. He can't love her. No problem. That's easy. Natural love. But when it comes that this lady wants him to leave some of the deen of Islam, or she wants to show her worshipping of Isa alayhi salam, or Sayyid, when she wants to show any politism in his house, then his love to her, the natural love, should be stopped in here. Because this natural love is limited, but the love of Allah is not is unlimited. So in this case, if I love my son, and my son becomes an enemy of Allah, I am allowed to love him only natural love. But I will hate him for the sake of Allah. So I can gather both. Natural love and the hate for the sake of Allah. For the same person. For the same person. Like what? Ibrahim did with his father. He loved him 
natural law, because he's his father. Everyone will love his father, because his father has worked all his life, he, he paid a lot of money, a lot of effort, and he was يعني, uh, merciful with him, and so on. Okay, that's natural. So, to love him naturally, is also natural. But to hate him for the sake of Allah, if he is a kafir, that's, what, that's the must. So, love and hate, this is one case. Treatment, the third case, we will not talk about it tonight. Because it's a big case, we have to talk about it later on, inshallah. So, love in here should be only for Allah, the true love. Or, second thing is to love for the sake of Allah. So, the true love is only for Allah. Let's see what this true love is. وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ Every grace on you is from who? From Allah. So if he is giving you all of these graces, if he is giving us all of these graces, don't you think we are supposed to love him? Of course. This is natural. Natural to love him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, true love, because he is the only one deserves it. And also, to love the ones who he, he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, loves. And to hate the ones he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, hates. So love in here is more, more important case if a person really understands it. When you read Quran and Sunnah and you find these so much cases of love and hate, to our minds, maybe they are contradicting. How he is loving in here and he is hating in here? I can't understand this. Simply, simply have these four sects of love, four types of love, four kinds of love, then you will understand if the eye of you. When you read this eye, which one is talking about now? Which, well, which one of the love is talking about? The first one. No, for the people, of course, for the people, it's the third one. They are loving someone with Allah, they say. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ The same as the love of Allah, this is the number three kind of love, which is to love with Allah. The next ayah, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ Ah, this is the first one. So one ayah is comparing or combining both love. Love with Allah and to love Allah. And for the loving, for Allah's sake, is what Ibrahim did or said in the, the ayah, the previous ayah. The case of love and hate, really, if it's clear to us, then it will be easy for us also to read the Quran. Yeah, that's why we say Quran and Sunnah is the major case, it's the resource, the only resource. But we may not understand it because of our weakness in the language or other things, so we can use the clarification of these scholars. Mufassirin, Ibn Jarir, Ibn, uh, Ibn Kathir, and other Mufassirin, we can use the explanation of hadith like Al-Bukhari, explained by Ibn Hajar, in Fath al-Bari, like Zahih Muslim, explained by Nawawi, and so on. But our major case is Quran and Sunnah. So we want to understand them, we read these explanations, we put in mind that we are following what Allah wa ta'ala said, what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, only. Then we will reach the point where Allah will be pleased with us. And if He is pleased with us in this dunya, we will be happy, will be happy in this dunya, and we will be happy inshallah in the judgment day. That's as quick as I can say about these three ayahs, inshallah the fourth and, uh, ayah and the hadith will talk about them inshallah next week. If you have any questions, in the topic, please, in the beginning, we will be happy to hear from you. Yes. 
No, no, sorry, no, 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 he will be in Jannah. But this doesn't mean that there's only no name, 99 names. No, there are more than 99 names. But these are special 99 names. If you want to say the major one, yes. Love, when you talk about love, you mean the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's it. What comes after that is only part of the case. Yani because loving for the sake of Allah, because you love Allah, you love for His sake. Because you love Allah, you will not love someone with Him. Because you love Allah, you will love natural love because Allah created you this way, but you will not contradict with the love of Allah. Yes, that's, that's possible. No, other languages only translating because this Quran has been descended by Arabic. So in this case, there are more than 90 names, 90 names in Arabic. Also. Yeah. For dua? For dua, you can make any dua, even if you are in your language. It is not except for salah, of course. And if you are out of salah and you want to make dua by your own language, no problem. But can you ask if you say in English, oh, forgive her, forgive me? So that is asking about the code Sheikh Amtiyaz is trying to say that names of Allah is يعني, called in Arabic Tawqifi and you cannot add or subtract. These names are which is mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah, they are, we take them as they are. يعني, if, if someone cannot speak Arabic, he cannot call these Arabic, Arabic words, he can use the, the translation. But as Sheikh Amtiyaz is saying, that we cannot add. This is, this is the rule of names and qualities. No adding, no subtracting. If there is something mentioned in the Quran, that is the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, Khalas. We take it Ar-Rahman. Ar-Rahim, we take Ar-Rahim. We don't add. We do not delete. So they are as mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah. But to call Allah by the other languages, as we say, if he cannot say it by Arabic, then he can say it in English, no problem. Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, was allowing in the beginning of his uh, يعني, uh, life, he was allowed to uh, make Salah by Farsi. Then later on, he received some hadith, and he understood that it's not allowed, so he 
said it's not allowed to pray with Farsi, you should pray with Arabic as much as you can. Then you have to wait. Let's finish the topic. If there are any questions about the topic, we'll start with so otherwise we can have some other questions. Sorry? I can't hear the question. Come to me. Love for his people here. Love for the nation. Yeah. He mentioned, Allah mentioned that Allah Taala loves certain people, like Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like Sahaba. يحبهم ويحبونه. And Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned also the hadith of Ali ibn Abi Talib in, in the Battle of Khaybar that he will give the flag tomorrow to someone. Who loves Allah and Allah loves him. Who loves Allah and Rasulullah and Allah and Rasulullah loves him. So in the next day everybody wants to take the flag because this is a fantastic description. Anyone can, including Umar ibn Khattab was trying to get the flag, but Muhammad asked, where is Ali ibn Abi Talib? He was not there, so they called him and he gave him the flag. So that means Allah loves certain people and also he hates certain people. We also love certain people. We hate. So, Yani personalizing the love and hate is there. The Quran is here. Allah mentioned that. That's what, what you are asking about? Or, uh, you have different question. Okay. Okay. One actually used to say that Allah loves uh, his, uh, his people, like his Abd, Banda, I mean, the slave, uh, more than 99 or something, 90 mothers, equal to the love of 99, 90 mothers. No, not love, it is mercy. It is the case of mercy, the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Allah has 99 mercies, 100 mercies. And he descended one mercy to this dunya, and he kept 99 mercies on the judgment day. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about one and ninety-nine. That's the, the case of mercy, rahmah. In life, miyata rahmatin anjala minha wahidatan fi dunya that the animals and the human beings will be mercy among themselves with this rahmah, one rahmah. But ninety-nine will be in judgment day. That's really a case that will make a mu'min yani, um, uh, hoping that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be merciful for them in judgment day. Yes, yeah, nine. Then any question? You had a question, sorry. Really. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Qualification. Mm. What about? Of Allah and His names and qualities. Yes, the first side of Tawheed is to believe in the oneness of Allah and His names and qualities means that to convert every name mentioned in Quran and Sunnah, every quality mentioned in Quran and Sunnah, and not to change them or twist them as some people have done. This is the Tawheed in this case. Whatever Allah mentioned in His holy book, we accept it. About Him, yani, the best one to describe Allah is Allah. And He did this, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in His holy book. And He also descended, or He whispered to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with wahi about His names and qualities. So Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are the best to tell us about Allah. 
If someone tries now to say, no, I'm trying to, to يعني, make Allah above all of these things and we don't want to uh, liken Allah with his creatures and so on, so we will delete some of the names or qualities to save Allah. For... No, 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 it's wrong. That is not clear, that's not يعني, now, it has been happened a long time ago. That's about the third century after Muhammad, the second century after Muhammad وسلم, some people started to say, we're not supposed to say that Allah has names and qualities because this mean, that means we are comparing or likening Allah to his creatures. If you say Allah is Sami' and you are Sami' so you are the same. Ah, Allah, the first. They misunderstood or they missed one ayah which is very important in here which is Laysa kamithlihi shay. Nothing is like him. Nothing. What, what does the word nothing mean? Nothing. Whatever you think in your mind that could be the same Allah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forget it. It's not there. So if we say the case of faith, which is really some people, uh, they are shaking when we talk about the faith, that Allah has a faith, shahada. Yani, no, it's not right. Allah has mentioned in the Holy Book. And we said that when, when you come to the creators themselves, the elephant has a faith, the horse has a faith, the human being has a faith, the ant has a faith. Are they the same? Of course not. So if this is among the creators, so what about the creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala? Of course it's not the same. Nothing is like him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he has a faith? Yes. How is it? We don't know. We know that he has a faith. We're sure about that. We believe in it. But he did not tell us. Or he did not describe us. He did not describe to us how is his faith. So we take it as it is. That he has a faith. He told us that he has hands. Tajri, da'ayunina. He told us that he has hands. Bi'aydina. That's in the Quran. How are they? Are they having? No, no, astaghfirullah. Don't say this. We don't say this. We don't say Hand like his other hand, four fingers, five fingers, each finger has... No, 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 this is wrong. He did not describe to us how is his hand or hands, subhanahu wa ta'ala. خلاص, we take it as a hand and forget it. No change, no thinking of how. لا يسألوا عما يفعل وهم يسألون. No questioning about what he told us unless he explains to us. That brings us another case, which is to say that whatever is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us in his holy book or Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in hadith, to do... We will do it first, then we will ask about the wisdom. Not but some say, okay, what is the wisdom behind this? I want to do it. And, no, 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 wait, wait. First of all, do it. Because Allah told us to do it. Because Muhammad Sallallahu told us to do So we are, first of all, we'll do it. Then if we know, if we can ask about the wisdom, fine. Otherwise, وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا no choice. Since Allah has made qaza, qaza means he ordered, he has decided that we do this thing. He decided to us to make Salat al-Fajr in such and such time. Somebody says, why, why is this time? I'm tired, I haven't slept yet. Why not to make it before Dhuhr or in the middle of, of 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock? No, why is in here? Just obey, then you ask later on, that's no problem, but obey and I told you the story of Abdullah ibn Rawaha radiallahu anhu, who was walking towards the masjid, he's still in the street, outside of the masjid. When he heard Muhammad from the member saying, Ya ibadallah jilisu, sit down. So he sat down in the street. See how they love Muhammad Loving is not to say only words as we do, unfortunately. Loving is to practice, to obey. Muhammad sallallahu is telling us, do this, we have to do it. If we really love Muhammad if we want to be saved from the punishment of Allah, we have to obey. Qada means ordered and he wanted us to do this. 
Muhammad told us to pray Al-Fajr at this time before sun rise, we do it. Whether we like it or not. We change our life schedule to be suitable for that. We don't change Salah schedule for our life. And very simple, when you see that people who are working in shifts, I did this before. From 11 in the evening until 7 in the morning, from 7 to 3, from 3 to, to 11. And when I work in one of these shifts, I have to reschedule my life, all my life. Why? Because of money. I want salary. If I don't do this, they will not give me salary. They will fire me from work. Say, if this is only for money, for life. Say, what about for Akhirah, for Jannah, for the protection of Allah, Taala? We don't schedule our life. Yeah, why, why do we have to go and spend the most of the night gurgling with the others? Discussion or watching these TVs or videos and this and that. Why? Why don't we make our schedule that, okay, Salat al-Bajr is there, I have to sleep enough before Salat al-Bajr, so I wake up. Not only wake up and pray, but I wake up and pray with full intention, full mind, with khushu'ah. Not to come here and try to sleep, just make any Salat al-Ma'as-Salama, or do it at home. No, 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 no. We have to re-change our life to suit the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sorry? To obey, of course. To obey, to follow. Compare what? Compare the attributes. Ah, even the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Yeah. Names and qualities, by the way, I mean, to, to, to believe in the names and qualities is not, as we said, you know, to, to work upon it or يعني, act upon them. When you see the, the, the case of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Sami'ah, Basir, as we said before, when you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Alim, Rahim, Ghafoor, Wadud, so on. Then you will work on your life upon these names. You will ask his forgiveness. In fact, Muhammad Sallallahu told us in the hadith that if you do not make mistakes, Allah will say, send you away. Will smash you. Will change you. And bring people who make mistakes, so they will make istighfar, so Allah will forgive them. Because his name is Ghafoor. And Ghaffar, in order to make this, this name in practice, you should ask for maghfirah. Ya ghafoor ghafirli. In order to make Sami' name in practice, Ya Sami' Isma' du'ai. Hear my du'a. Ya Rahman irhamni. Ya ghafoor ghafirli. Ya razzaq irzuqni. Ask Allah by his name. Walillahi al-asma'u al-husna. Ha? Fad'uhu biha. Ha, subhanallah, see, he's telling us that he has the best name, only, just knowledge, no, fad'uhu biha, call him abundant, call Allah with him. So there is a knowledge in here, and practice after it, directly, fad'uhu biha, call him. So, ya ghafur ghafurli, ya rahman rahmi, this is the wasila to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sorry if I did not answer your question. <laughs> Go ahead. Ah, okay. Of course, this, this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not a saint. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is the greatest, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The face of Allah, the, the hands of Allah. The, yani, all of these things, when you compare with the human beings, you will understand that there's no way to compare. How can you compare a creator to the creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is that your point? Not yet. Huh? Oh. No, comparing here means likening, not, no, comparing is okay. 
to compare the, the attributes of a human beings with the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will lead to يعني, glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But those people who are making them the same, saying, okay, face and face, okay, the same, then it is politics. No, comparing is needed. Comparing is needed in here, yes? Any questions about the topic? Yes, go ahead. Anybody calling our colleagues or friends, Bajid, Majid, Kapoor, we are not including Abdul. Using Abdul, yeah. Okay. With the intention, of course, that is not that he is calling him by the name of Allah, but he is just shorting the name, inshallah, okay. As far as he's not putting the name that is the name of Allah, but he's shorting the name. Yeah, if he's saying Abdul Rahim, Rahim, Abdul Karim, Karim, no problem, inshallah, it's all right, inshallah. As long as the intention is clear in here. Is there any name for Yes. Allah, Ar Rahman. Yeah. Some names are not, of course, cannot be used. Abdul Rahman, you can't say Rahman Ta'ala. Rahman is only for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Allah is only for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. But there are some names which is containing the, يعني, um, something human can do. Kareem. Al-Kareem is Allah. Kareem is a generous person. يعني, the opposite of greedy or confused, as you say in Urdu, right? Huh? Confused or the opposite of Kareem, right? <laughs> so, in this case... So, Kareem in here, a person who is generous. Okay? Rahim is the person who is merciful. No problem, you can use this for a human being. Uh, even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book has mentioned this. وَفَدَيْنَاهُ بِذِبْحٍ عَظِيمٍ He's calling the sheep عظيم. He's because it's very large, very big. So عظيم in here is no problem. عبد العظيم, he's calling me عظيم. عظيم is maybe عظيم in his body or عظيم in his, his work or عظيم. No problem, it's all right. Inshallah it's okay. As long as the intention here is clear. So what's that face? Al-Ali. No, Al-Ali. Not Ali, Al-Ali. Abid Ali. Abid is a name for a person. Ali is his father. Or is it the same name? No, same name is a problem here. Abid Ali is probably a Shia. No, he should be say Abid Ali. Okay. Wahuwa Ali al Azim. Al Ali al Azim is an ayah. So if he says his name is Abid al-Ali, fine. But if he says Abid al-Ali, ah, then he's worshipping Ali ibn Abi Talib, which is mentioned in his. Abid Hussain, yes. Safdar, in Urdu, what is that? Safdar is what? Or Ghulam. Ghulam is Abd, right? So Ghulam Muhammad. Ah. Ghulam Ali. Ghulam Hussain. Ah, that's a problem. So we have to be careful on these names not to give the Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam whenever a Sahabi comes with, with a shirky name like Abdu Amr. That was Abdurrahman Abdurrahman ibn Awf was his name was Abd Amr. Not Abdurrahman. So Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam changed him to Abdurrahman. So anyone who have a name with slavery to other than Allah Ta'ala, he should change it. Abdul Rasul, Abdul Nabi, you find this in Egyptian a lot. Abdul Nabi, Abdul Rasul, this is in Afghani also, they, they call this name Abdul Rasul. And so on. So it should be changed to Rabbul Rasul or Abdullah or Abdul Rahman and so on. But not to be slaves for Muhammad Sallam or for other people. And in Shia is they will find a lot of Abdul Hussein. That's Allah Alaihi. Ulam Rasul is Abdul Rasul.